0: Thank you for tuning in to this Eastern Maine Sports Podcast. Please follow Eastern Maine Sports on Facebook and Instagram at Eastern Maine Sports and Twitter at Eastern M.E. Sports. Thanks for joining the Eastern Maine Sports Podcast this evening. My name is Mark Callen. I am joined by Steve Carmichael, Brian McDormand, and Bob Beatham. Uh, We're going to just talk about the high school basketball and what's going on so far. What what do we think is going to be going on here in the near future? And uh, I'm just going to start going around and maybe... uh, Maybe if each of you, we'll start with uh, you, Bob. Maybe talk about maybe the best games you've seen so far this season. It's only been 10 days, but what are the best game you've seen so far?
1: Uh, probably a couple of games uh, that really were outstanding. Now, last Thursday night up in Holton, took in the uh, Holton-Freskow boys game. Uh, Keegan Gentle uh, just shot the lights out for Holton. And then the uh, uh, Porter kid, uh, very, you know, good ball player. They've got a really good one-two duo. And then – um Dumas' kid for Prescott, you know, shot the ball very well for them. Uh, Jonah Hudson had a big game, scored 25 points. And Halton uh, won 68-61, two-point game with 20 seconds to go, and, you know, just an outstanding game up there. And then the other game that really stood out, too, in the final score didn't indicate how close the game was, but uh, John Baps going up to Orno uh, last Tuesday night. Both teams, you know, really got after it. Uh, big difference in the ballgame, Connor Robertson, had thirty six points, hit six threes, uh, you know, really dominated inside as well uh, against a you know much improved John Bapps team.
2: Uh, Brian, uh, Brian, we lost Brian. Oh. <laughs> uh, Steve. <laughs> well, as far as games that I've been able to broadcast, I'm actually still waiting for my first game within twenty five points. So I personally haven't seen a close game yet, but I, I did get a chance to go back and watch that Holton and Prescott game. And Bob's right. I mean, that was electrifying to watch. Keegan Gentle dropping 32. He's averaging 21 on the year. Uh, I think one of the better players in Class C. Just a junior still for head coach Tim Brewer. And, yeah, he's got Nolan Porter with him. He's got Nick Brewer as well. Um, Cameron Caldans done a great job entering the starting lineup as well. Drew Foley coming off the bench. Jaron Gentle as well. I mean, they – they're a very athletic team, and I think you're going to see them near the top of the standings in Class C. Uh, I got a chance also to watch uh, Caribou in Fort Kent, uh, that game up in Fort Kent, up in the Valley, where Caribou put up 81 points, and Parker Depre had 42 himself and only had two threes and 17 field goals. So uh, that individual, individual performance by uh, Mr. Depre, the junior forward for the Caribou Vikings, is probably the best performance I've seen so far this year, at least I've been able to catch it live.
0: Yeah, he actually won our uh, athlete of the week this past week over, uh, because of that performance and uh, um, amazing performance. I I haven't really any of the games I broadcast haven't really been close. To also, um, I guess MDI Foxcroft uh, girls that was close at the end of the third quarter before uh, Julia Watcher and MDI pulled away in the fourth quarter. So I haven't really seen a close game. I did actually watch uh, at least the second half of that Prescott uh, Holton game, and and it was was very good. Um, the, uh, I think Holton's kind of put themselves well along with, along with Matt Nock Na- Na- Academy as the favorites in class C
2: right now. Uh, don't you guys agree? Yeah, I, I would say too. Yeah, Holton has really surprised me just how good they are this early. Um, but I think they have a terrific test coming up on Wednesday night where they've already beaten a class B team in Prescott. Now they'll face the other county foe who's in class B. They travel north to play Caribou Wednesday night at 7. And I'll be interested to see how they do against the Vikings' uh, pressure that they put on the basketball and how up-tempo they are.
0: Yeah, they definitely have a chance to make a statement. if they, They've already got that win over Prescott and They have, uh, have um, Caribou up next. Bob, uh, you think uh, right now, obviously, it's still very early. As I said, we're only 10, day, 10 days into the season. But kind of Holton's kind of made a statement early.
1: Well, I think so. I think them and, you know, Steve said, uh, Matt and Academy, they're going to play each other at the Cross Center uh, Friday morning game. Uh, after Christmas, that should be a real interesting uh, ball game there. But, you know, certainly Halton, Matt you know, Fort Kent will be in the mix as well. Uh, so, again, I think it would be, you know, wide open Class C. Yeah,
2: I got a chance to watch Fort Kent play on Friday. They played Fort Fairfield, put up 82 points. I mean, they Caleb Delisle at 6'4 underneath is going to prove to be a tough matchup for anybody. And then he's got Jace Rushalo. And that's how he said he wants it pronounced. So, if I am mistaken, although I feel like no everybody pronounces that last name differently, they also got Camden Jandro too. So, Fort Kent's going to be near the top of the standings in Class C. And, you know, I said, it, yeah, it, there really seems to be no definitive favorite. So, I'm interested to see how the rest of the season plays out in Class C. And that also, that Holton Madden game, a game we have on WHOU, a 10 a.m. start. So, that'll be a little different for both teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll get there early. Um, I'm yeah. doing that game. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that, that a lot
3: actually. This uh Mark, were you uh, able to continue my recording?
0: Uh no, actually. Uh what is <laughs> what is uh last uh we heard from you, I was asking you what, what's the uh, best game you've seen so far?
3: Uh best game was the uh Ellsworth and old town boys. Um I, I don't know, uh Ellsworth uh was Hunter Curtis and Jackson Curtis, brothers for Ellsworth. Uh Jackson had 20 points, he had 12 in the second quarter to uh, lead Ellsworth to a 33-22 halftime lead, I believe. Jackson Curtis uh, playing the point guard. Uh, fr- uh, not uh, Jackson Curtis, I believe, is a freshman point guard for Ellsworth, had a solid game also. So that was the best game we saw. Uh, the best team I saw this week was the Herman boys. Um, without a doubt, they're everything there. Meant to be this year, they're going to be tough to be beaten.
0: Yeah, um, they're definitely uh, doing what they need to do early. Another team in Class B. Yeah, uh, we talked about Class C a little bit, but we'll talk about Class B since uh, you talk, We're talking about that. Um, Orno. Uh, you know, they're three and zero. Um, Connor Robinson, the first two games, over thirty points both games, hitting a lot of three pointers, a lot of rebounds, and then uh, game three, they played Winslow, where they played a triangle and two on him, and he only got seven points, and they were still able to beat a, beat a good Winslow team by eleven. That's kind of, kind of a statement, isn't it, Bob?
1: Oh, no question. I, yeah, I think, you know, Orno, another team uh, look out for, too, is MCI. Um, but, you know, back to Orno though. Uh, again, they've got a lot of other pieces as well. Uh, you know, Jason DeSisto, you know, real good, you know, guard for them. Uh, Zach Dill, you know, sophomore, uh, about 6'3", 6'4", uh, likes to play in the perimeter, a good shooter. And they've also uh, got the big kid inside in uh, Sam Martin. So, uh, you know, almost certainly, you know, a contender right from the start of the season.
3: I think Ryan Charette also had 18 down yes. to Winslow. Uh, you know, a guy you can't sleep on, good size, active. I know they faced guy to Connor Robertson in the post. And whenever he got the ball, they double teamed him to uh, take the ball out of his hands for good reason. And, like you said, uh, Orono solid. Other guys stepped up, uh, especially Ryan Charette.
0: Um, Another team let's talk about for a second: is Ellsworth. Uh, they're two and one, but um, and I know George Stevens is down a little bit, but they beat George Stevens by by twenty nine points. So um, quite impressive, wasn't it, Brian?
3: Yeah, uh, I didn't see the George Stevens game, but saw them down at Old Town, and uh, I talked earlier. Hunter Curtis, a freshman guard at fifteen, his brother Jackson Curtis. Solid second quarter. He had 12 points in the second quarter to finish with 20. Um, they were down 12-7 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, had an outstanding second quarter, and just uh, Old Town couldn't uh, couldn't stop them at all. And uh, they, Darby Berry is a junior four. No, oh,
0: we lost we lost Brian again. But um, you know he's talking about the uh, Ellsworth um, over Old Town, and uh, just just. Uh, you know, doing what they need to do. And then obviously George Stevens couldn't stop them either as they defeated them 65-36. Um, let's move to a um, Class D team, Steve. Um, Washburn, 0-18 last year, 2-1 and um, so far early in the early season. Uh, they're kind of – they're on the upswing, huh?
2: Yeah. I mean, well, you can't really get any worse than what they were last year. I mean, so that <laughs> – getting two wins to start the year with Madawaska and wisdom, uh, you know, it's good for Washburn. They, they, they had a string there with a ton of talent where they had – you know, year uh, probably about three or four years. We started with Mitch Worcester and, and Nick Bragg, and then it kind of ended with the, you know, the class of you know McCall, Turner, Jared Olson, and and Cameron Bragg. They all graduated, and then there was just a real drop off in talent. And uh, you know, Washburn. It's nice to see second year head coach Mike Hartford doing a great job. You know, starting to rebuild that program, and they're off to a great start. And they play Fort Kent this week uh, up in the valley, which last year there was a lot of controversy with. Fort Kent beating Washburn by, I believe it was 92 points, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we'll see how Washburn does up there. But I mean, to get two wins, I mean, it gives them some confidence. That you know, especially the coaching staff, they're 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 heading in the right direction. It's it's nice to see from the Beaver territory.
0: Yeah, um, maybe the best
2: um, uh, best individual performers you've seen so far. Steve. Oh, as far as a game that I brought.
0: Right, or live, or, or, either one.
2: Either one. Well, the, the best individual performance I've seen so far, been, as far as on live, was, was Parker Deprey, being able to watch his uh, performance up there in, and, and, uh, well, I lost my train of thought, up in Fort Kent. But as far as what I've seen in person, Garrett Trask, the first game of the year, uh, he had 23 against Caribou in the season opener. But it wasn't just his scoring, it was his defense So Isaac Marker started off in the first quarter. He hit three threes. Well, they put Garrett Trask on him, completely shut him down. He started the game on Parker Deprey. He only had three points. And then Alex Bouchard got hot in the third quarter. They put Garrett Trask on him. Bouchard didn't score in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, it's just his – he's so versatile defensively. And that was more impressive to me, along with the offense, that just how versatile uh, Garrett Trask is.
0: Yeah, no doubt. What about uh, you, Bob? Best individual performance you've seen? so far
1: uh probably tied a couple players uh connor robertson in the game with john baps and then also uh keegan gentle for halton against press yeah uh
0: mine actually actually both dexter girls um first was peyton grant at penquist um she put in 34 and hit eight three-pointers and uh i mean that and penquist was playing okay defense on her but she was uh she was shooting NBA range three pointers and she was making them. I think she only missed two or three shots that whole game, three point shots. And, uh, that was quite a performance from the sophomore in that big win, 45, uh, 18 over a Panker team that should be competitive this year. And then they, um, then they went to uh, PCHS this last Saturday, and Avery Herrick was two rebounds away from a triple double as she had 15 points, uh, 10 steals, and eight rebounds. So when that, that sophomore duo, when they, when uh, and Peyton Grant was kind of off that game, she had 18 points but and four three pointers. But for her, she was uh, off, and uh, you know they, she had a she had a sophomore teammate that was able to pick her up. So if they get that production from Avery Herrick, I don't see them. Um, losing with that co- that combination, losing very much with that com- combination. But so that that, that and uh, Julia Watchers for MDI was very impressive. Uh, she's she's a very tough player there in, uh, for MDI. Uh, she had a uh, big game against Foxcroft, 21 and 13, I think, something like that. So, um, you know, so looking forward, I got some boys games this week. So uh, PCI, um, I guess we'll talk about what's coming up um, a little bit. And my, my games, uh, PCHS and Dexter on Thursday night, uh, Dexter is actually three and zero, um, and uh, PCHS uh, playing that uh, that offense. What's that college name?
1: Grinnell College.
0: Grinnell, yes. They're, they're trying that. I, I don't. Uh, they gave up ninety eight points to Skank, and then uh, they lost to Greenville sixty seven to fifty eight. Where you know, so kind of two different games. There. So I'm kind of looking forward to that game, seeing what what Dexter can do against it, and see if see if PCHS makes any adjustments because. They do have some talented kids. There. Evan Cooley's off to a very good start the season. But, um, you know, that style, I'm not sure how that's, that's going to work. Um, and then Saturday, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing Holton. Uh, I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him Saturday, the girl, girls and boys, as uh, they play Central. Um, hopefully. Hopefully I see him at Central. Hopefully it all works at Central this week. And then, um, then uh, I'm going to see him at the cross center on the 28th in a big game against uh, Matt Inokuk. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing them live. And uh should be a good good week. And uh uh Bob, what are you doing uh this week? Uh this week,
1: um pretty much gonna be with the John Baptist Crusaders this week. Uh the boys will be home with uh, Old Town tomorrow night. Girls are home with Old Town on Wednesday night, and then Thursday night I'll probably head over to Orino, uh Old Town orono doubleheader. I believe those are six thirty and eight o'clock games. Am I yeah, correct? I so. yep. Okay. Now is that a four game day up there or just the two varsity games? Uh,
0: uh I don't know. I only have the two Varsity games on my schedule. If Brian joins us again, he'll uh, he might be able to let us know. But yeah, that, I'm not not sure. But yeah, at the Varsity games so, um, on okay. schedule that night. So. Steve, then, what do you got coming oh, up? Oh, then, oh, sorry,
1: sorry, Bob. Go uh, ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and Friday, Friday <clears> night on third. Be at, Friday night I'll be at MDI uh, John Baptist MDI Girls, and then Saturday afternoon back at MDI John Baptist and MDI Boys.
0: That MDI uh, John Babs Girls game should be very,
2: very good too. So,
0: on Friday. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Steve.
2: I uh, only we got, is, uh, well, it was supposed to be, I was supposed to have a game tonight. It was going to be Fort Fairfield Central Aroosted Girls. That got postponed to January 15th. So, my first game this week actually comes Wednesday night. It's Holton at Caribou in that boys' game. We got Holton, their 4 0 record, uh, going into the revamped Caribou High School Gymnasium that's had the floor redone, a lot brighter in there, new bleachers. Um, they're going to try to get their first one at home under new head coach Kyle Corgan. And I think that should be a great game. Really looking forward to calling that one. And then I don't have a game Thursday or Friday and then Saturday comes a double header. I get the Orno Red riots taking the trip up North to take on the Prescott Wildcats. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Connor Robertson and, and Sam Martin and Ryan Shrett and Jay DeSisto and the Orno Red riots taking on Prescott, which head coach Terry Cummings, they, he's got them off to a good start with a two and one record. Uh, wins over Washington Academy in Belfast, the tough loss at alumni gymnasium to Holton. But they always play very hard for head coach Terry Cummings. And, you know, they've been uh, they're off to a better start than a lot of people thought they would be with the injury to Jason Dumas from last year, how he would recover. He's been terrific so far. And then losing Griffin but We've seen players such as Jonah Hudson and Caleb Wheaton and Trey Seer, Carter Rice have really stepped up in the early going, and then uh, see the Prescott Lady Wildcats. And they're, they're off to a 2-0 start with wins over WA and Belfast, and losing Emily Wheaton. i <laughs> say both teams lost a pretty key player, but they're both off to good starts, but they'll t- uh, face a tough task against Orno, that's for sure. Uh, well, um...
0: Why don't we go to Bob and maybe uh maybe surprises uh so far or or maybe the end or the best stories uh in the early early season so I think far. Honestly,
1: Bob. it's really gone true to form so far. I think, you know, there haven't been a whole lot of uh shockers. Uh you know, maybe John Bapp's two and one so far. and They, you know, look much improved the boys' side. Uh girls I think we talked, you know, early before we went on air uh Penobscot Valley girls uh, beating Stern certainly uh you know, Penobscot Valley uh, girls are playing well. So that might be the uh, surprises uh, so far.
2: Steve? You know, I, I just wouldn't say there's a, a ton of surprises yet so far, but Bob mentioned it earlier. I really want to see the MCI Huskies in person. I said they played Caribou this weekend and they came away with the victory. And I hear, you know, Nacho Montez and Hayden Caldwell. And a lot of people from Caribou were buzzing about just how athletic and strong uh, the MCI Huskies are. And that's a team that's off to a good start in 3-0. And it's interesting to see how they uh, fare out the rest of the season. And uh, I think they might be a team to be reckoned with in Class B. Yeah,
0: there's only uh, – I mean, the season just started, there's only three uh, unbeaten right. teams in Class B, Arno Herman, and MCI. So, um, yeah, MCI's uh, right there early on. I guess for me, uh, not really uh, that many surprises, but I guess Mount Blue being 3-0 and after being – I mean – after winning one game last season, Washburn being two and one after being 0 and 18 last season. And, uh, the way John Babb's boys are playing who, you know, have been struggling for a few years now, um, early on. So those are kind of good stories here early on in the season. And, uh, you know, kind of be interesting to follow those teams, see how they do. Um, I know Mount blue has a new coach there and, uh, you know, all those teams are playing well where they really struggled last year. So that's, that's good for those programs. I know, um, you know, Steve, uh, Bob, you mentioned Penobscot Valley. They have a tough, tough one Wednesday at Dexter. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that's they're a good story or, early on and they get a junior Lexi Ireland. That's, um, that's as good as anybody inside, you know, playing in the paint and stuff. So that could be a tough matchup for Dexter. See what happens there. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think pretty much is held to form. I, I you know, not, not really a, that many surprises. Don't really expect much, uh, as I said, just 10 days in the season, but, um, you know, I guess uh Bangor's playing like we thought they would and uh 3 and 0 Bob? and the uh showing uh, what he's what he is. Right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, I haven't seen them play yet, so I can't really comment too much as far as Bangor's concerned, but again, they're certainly off to a good start under uh first-year coach Brad Libby.
0: Yeah.
2: Any final thoughts, Steve? Um no, I it, it's just uh it's it's only yeah, it's only been a week and a half. No real huge surprises yet. Uh, it's good to have high school basketball back, that's for sure, as it keeps you getting in touch with people like you, too. I said, I don't talk to you much of the year until basketball season rolls around, but I re- Bob was saying he had never been to the barn in Easton, and I think that's a shame. That surprised me, and I really think Bob should come up and catch a game in Easton with us.
1: I definitely, I definitely would like to do that. I the, the only problem this year is that it's such a long trip, it is. and John Baps plays every single Saturday this year, either the boys or the girls, so... It's probably not going to happen this year, but some, somewhere down the
2: road, I've got to uh, take taken a game in the barn in Easton. It was funny. About a year ago, I was just getting ready to do a game with Easton Fort Fairfield boys. And I looked behind me and Sean Stackhouse was sitting there. And I'm thinking, aren't you from Pittsfield? What are you doing up here? He said, I'd never been to the barn and I was told this was going to be a good game. So I made, I wanted to go for a drive and I made the trek up here. I mean, wow. That's, it is a very <laughs> unique place to play basketball. It's it's one of the best home court advantages there is.
0: That's uh, definitely a place. I'm uh, Sure,
2: you'll get up there in the next year or two. Well, probably as you said,
0: probably not this year. But um, Bob, you got any uh, kind of final thoughts? I do want to go before we sign off. I do want to go kind of over the schedule upcoming on WHOU. What what we got? But any final thoughts, Bob?
1: Again, I you know Steve said as I think everything's gone true to form so far. Uh, one of the trends that I really like this year is in. You see how high school basketball kind of, you know, the NBA sort of trickles down to Division One basketball and sort of trickles down to high school. But one of the nice trends I'm seeing so far is you're seeing a lot more wide-open basketball. It seems like scoring's up a little bit this year. Um, of course, the NBA had a number of years where, you know, bigs kind of dominated and games were low-scoring, you know, defensive battles. But I think it's... Um, the scoring certainly up this year. Uh, you've seen a lot more teams rely on the three-point shot, a lot more wide-open up-and-down basketball, which is you know good for the fans certainly, and the kids, you know, certainly enjoy playing that way.
0: Yeah, um, definitely, and it has been it has been you know better in that way. As I said, hopefully, I start seeing some close games coming <laughs> coming up, and uh, I think I will, as I, I do have that Holton Awkward game at the Cross Center here. Uh, um, right after Christmas, and uh, I think I think the PCHS Dexter game on thir- boys game Thursday night will be close, and uh, uh, this uh, Holton Central girls should be really good this weekend, and interested in seeing Holton boys too. So should be some good games there, there coming up. But um, Steve, so uh, you said you, you said what you got coming up? Also in Hou tomorrow, Bangor Brewer boys, Old Town John Baps boys, Holton Caribou girls, and Southern Aruistic girls, uh, Wednesday, Old Town Baps. Girls, Washburn, Fort Kent Boys, Holton, Caribou Boys, Katahdin, Hudgen Boys. So a bunch of stuff uh, pretty much every night on WHOU except for tonight because nobody's playing, yeah. I guess. But, um, but uh, pretty much every, every night on WHOU, there's, uh, there's usually at least two games and sometimes up to five or yeah. six. Or I mean, seven, I, I
2: like because the other night I didn't have a game and I actually had was the night when we had MDI Foxcroft and then since and Holton were playing in Caribou and Fort Kent, I had five tabs open on my laptop following every single game and trying to get a look at each team because I usually don't get to see the John Baps boys unless I see them in person. But I've got a chance to watch a game by them. I've got a chance to see the Waterville boys. I'll get a chance to see the Bangor and the Brewer boys, which we didn't really do Class A or Class Double AA uh, before this year. So I think that's a, been a terrific expansion by WHOU. Yeah, no doubt. And, I,
0: I, you know, when I don't have games, I'm, I'm usually – watching mm-hmm. one or at least part of it and uh it's
2: great and uh you know we even talked about you a little bit yeah yeah I, I tuned in or i got a text message from toby nelson who said he gave me a shout out and i said well i can only imagine what he came up with and of course he has to poke fun at the fact that i'm a prescott wallacad graduate but you know at least my uh alma mater is not a pony so at least i'm okay with that
0: <laughs> there you go well i want to thank you guys um maybe maybe january sometime we can do this again we get if we get a month into the season maybe we'll have another time either on a sunday or a snow out sometime we can we can uh, catch up again and uh this is great and uh you guys you guys doing doing great no, tonight, thank you mark for having thank you all right thank you thank you for listening to this eastern Maine sports